The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. We've learned to hide our true feelings and emotions from the view of the outside world for fear of being seen as weak, undeserving, or not enough. While this strategy works well for a while, many of us are realizing it is not a sustainable way to continue living life, especially when there is so much that we want to achieve, create, and contribute. Welcome to Stories from the Heart of Leadership with Shamin Sadek. In this program, you'll hear from Shamin and her guests about what it's like to face these fears head on and courageously share emotion, vulnerability, and experience in service of creating connection, resilience, and extraordinary results. Now, here's your host, Shamin Sadek. Hello, and welcome to Stories from the Heart of Leadership. I'm your host, Shamin Sadek, and you're listening to me today on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The topic for today is Inside, Outside, Upside Down. I'm sure there was a poem or a rhyme or something that I heard as a child, and these words were part of it. Unfortunately, I can't remember the rest of it. If any of you know which which rhyme I'm talking about, send me an email so I'll be able to reference the whole thing next time. And it's really about how to reflect what is your inside offer in an outside way. So kind of like in kindergarten, you know, when there's an inside voice and an outside voice, and the inside voice is a quieter voice. It's a, it's a voice that um, maybe you keep it closer to yourself, and the outside voice would be the voice that you project outside in the playground to the rest of the world. I've been thinking about this when it comes to my own work and how I speak about it, and I thought it would be helpful today to spend a bit of time talking about that. But before we get started, as we always do, and this is really important for me today because I'm very excited about some of the things that I have to share with you today, let's spend a few minutes getting grounded. That will help me and that will help you. And as you know, this is a tool that you can use anytime you like. So let's practice together. Uncrossing your legs and placing your feet flat on the floor. Take your shoes off if you're in a place where you can do that. And if you're driving, maybe this isn't the best time to practice this. Uh, Find a place where you can pull over safely so that you don't fall asleep on the road. (laughs) And take your hands and place them palms down on your thighs, anywhere where they feel comfortable. Sitting in a dignified and upright position with your back straight, but not too stiff. We want to be dignified and relaxed all at the same time. And if you need to, just do a couple of shoulder rolls just to loosen things up a bit and take your shoulders and just gently roll them back and down your spine. Good. So let's take a few moments to just come into connection with ourselves, our breath, our bodies, feeling your bottom heavy on the seat, 
just let go. Let the seat really support you. Let your feet feel heavy on the floor. Just connecting to the floor and imagine no matter how many stories up you are, that when you plant your feet on the floor, you're creating a connection with the earth. Sometimes you have to use your imagination for these things. I'm on the second story, but I can imagine energetic lines or vines or, or cords that connect me to the earth when I plant my feet on the floor in this way. And just coming into connection now with your breath. Breathing in and breathing out at your own pace. Breathing in through your nose and exhaling either through your nose or your mouth, whatever is more comfortable for you. And we'll just spend a few moments here together in this way, keeping your attention on the breath as best you can, knowing that it's not about being perfect. It's more about coming back to the breath when you realize you've drifted off onto something else. Breathing in and breathing out. Good. And we'll just spend a couple more minutes like this, allowing ourselves to come into a feeling of peacefulness, of solitude, connection with self. Nothing to fix or change. All of the exciting projects or hectic happenings, they can wait for a few moments. Set those things to the side and come on back to the breath. And if it's hard to stay focused on the breath, you might try saying, I'm breathing in while you breathe in. And... I'm breathing out when you breathe out. You could say that quietly out loud or you could just speak it silently to yourself using your inside voice. Good. And just noticing as you sit, what changes? What feels different from five minutes ago? The only reason to do this if it is if is if it is of service to you. So notice. Is it helping? Do you feel more relaxed? Do you feel centered and grounded? Just notice. Good. We'll take two more breaths here together. Breathing in. And breathing out. And last one, breathing in and exhaling. And just gently wiggling your fingers and toes, maybe moving from side to side, stretching your arms up overhead, and just give yourself a good stretch. And oh, let yourself come back into the room back to the show, back to this moment in time, knowing that you've done something good for yourself 
something nourishing for yourself. You think that as someone who is a proponent of this, that I would um, have an entire family full of people who practice meditation or mindfulness regularly. And while uh, perhaps my family is a bit mindful because they've been brought up that way, uh, they don't always practice. So my younger son was asking me on the weekend to help him. He has trouble sleeping. And in the middle of the night, he wakes up and his mind is just going 100 miles an hour. He's, he told me, I'm thinking about what happened yesterday. I'm thinking about what's going to happen in the morning. I'm excited about the day. I'm wondering about this and that. And I need some help, mom. So I taught him uh, just a, a short sort of body relaxation technique as well as this breathing. And we practiced it together when he fell asleep that night. I don't know if he can remember it and hang on to it and come back to it, but I said this breathing in and breathing out and just being focused on your breath can help you fall back asleep when your mind is racing. I said it's about taking the energy from your head where all those thoughts are swirling around and just bringing it a little lower into, you know, your nose and your throat and feeling the feeling of breathing in and out. So, he didn't say much to me afterwards. Um, I'll ask him again later this week and report back to you next week on whether it was helpful to him. But you can use this technique for yourself and you can teach it to other loved ones who need help getting focused, getting centered. Good. So back to the topic at hand, inside, outside, upside down. So um, here's what I wrote about this for today's episode. I'm so good at talking about what I'm up to from the inside, but I struggle sometimes to talk about it in an outside way. To put this in sales terms, I know the features of what I'm offering and can talk about this all day long. But when it comes to the benefits, there isn't as much flow for me. As my practice evolves to serve more and more people on a global scale, it is imperative that I learn to frame my offer in terms of what's in it for my clients, as I'm really good at talking about what's in it for me, why I'm so passionate about it, how it can be um, helpful, but I really need to get stronger at speaking about what's in it for them. What's in it for you? What's in it for my clients or you, someone that isn't me? What's in it for you so that you can connect with that too? So that's what uh, I wanted to talk about today on the show. And the reason for this is that I'm in the process of evolving my work and creating something new. And I'm so excited about this. I've just been bursting to tell you about this, uh, this new thing that I'm, I'm creating. So let me talk about that first, and then we can talk about features and benefits. And um, maybe you'd like to call in and have a conversation with me about how you think I should talk about this from a benefits perspective. If that is of interest to you, why don't you pick up the phone and call one 346 9141 that's one 346 9141 and we'll get you on the air and we can talk together about this. So at Anjali Leadership, as you have heard me talking about this over the last couple of years that I've been on the air speaking with you, you know that my focus has been on leadership development and executive coaching. And I think I've also mentioned quite a few times that I've spent a lot of my energy in recent years training coaches, uh, helping coaches to learn new frameworks, uh, teaching assessment technology, 
and really uh, working a lot with my fellow professionals. Well, what has been a natural byproduct of all of this is because I have so much experience working with leaders and so much experience teaching coaches, it has morphed naturally into including mentoring, Um, mentoring coaches, mentoring human development professionals. That's the umbrella term that I'm using these days to talk about anyone who works with other humans to help them develop. So that could be coaches like executive coaches or life coaches or career coaches. There are a variety of kinds of coaches, even sports coaches. I mean, we're all in this trying to help another to develop to their fullness, um, to their most extraordinary offer and expression of their gifts. So it's for coaches, um, teachers have found this mentoring to be enormously helpful, as well as trainers and facilitators and a whole host of others, a lot of people in HR departments uh, around the um, continent have come to me asking me for more of this mentoring. And so the demand has sort of exceeded the availability of supply here. And I was thinking about how can I make this available to more people? How can I, how can I find a way to offer this mentoring? It seems like people are really uh, clamoring for this. How can I offer it in a way that many, many, many more people could actually uh, take advantage of what I have to teach and, and be in the exploration of how to be Uh, even better how to take our practices to deeper level to more effectiveness together. And so I am launching uh, a mentoring program and it's going to be a group program. So this is one way that I see how I I can serve more people is instead of working only one-on-one, why not come together as a group? And as you know, If you're in this field of human development, you know that the group experience is often very, very rich because we we learn more about ourselves by hearing about what others are facing. And so that's that's what's on the agenda. I've been working on developing this program and I haven't really said too much about what it is explicitly because I've been just a little scared, a little hesitant, a little unsure of, you know, what to say or how to say it and also... Sometimes I tend to talk about things far before they're ready, and um, that's not the best way to conduct myself. So I wanted to keep it to myself until I had a little bit more structure in it to share with you, and I am at that place now where I can do that. So I've been communicating with those of you who are um, on my distribution list. I've been communicating about the program and I've been asking for your input to the program because I want to make sure that as I develop this program for you, that it is as powerful as it can be. So if you haven't received an email from me, it means you're not on my list. And if you want to receive an email, you've got to give me your contact information so I can include you. So here's what I want you to do. And you can do this during the break because we're going to go to break in a few minutes. So get ready to do this. Go to my website, uh, anjaliliadership.com. And About halfway down the page, you'll see a little icon that says, um, click here to join our mailing list. Just go and join the list. That's one way to get um, in the know, and that way you'll receive information about this program as it becomes available. Right now, what I've been doing is surveying my 
my people, <laughs> the people who are on the list and people who are in relationship with me, I've been surveying all of you to find out what you want me to include in the program. What are the questions that I absolutely must answer? What topics must be included in order to make this program super awesome and powerful for you? So if you want to uh, receive that survey, you two ways to do it. One is to go to my website, and join my mailing list. Again, that's anjaliadership.com. And the other way is to just send me an email and say, Shamin, please send me the, the survey. Um, please add me to your list and send, send me the survey. So the way to do that is send me an email. My email address is Shamin, that's S-H-A-H-M-E-E-N, at anjaliadership.com. Just send me an email and I'll make sure that you get the survey. You, you can have it, you know, by the time the show is over, I'll send you the, the survey and I want your input because I believe that the best mentoring program that I can create is one that we create together. So I'm absolutely thrilled because I've been asking for people's feedback and I've been getting feedback from people. I've been getting input to this program and I've also been hearing from you about how excited you are that I'm finally offering something like this. So I'm just over the moon excited. And of course, I also want to think about this in terms of how do I speak about it in terms of how it's going to benefit you as a practitioner, as a human development professional. So that is what this show is actually about. And that's what made me decide on this topic for today. How do we talk about what's on the inside in an outside way so that others who aren't maybe standing in our shoes or haven't got as many years of experience or just don't look at it through the same lens would understand this is something that's going to be useful and this is how it's going to be useful to me. And this is important for my mentoring program, but I know it's important for all of your programs as well and all of the things and gifts that you have to offer that you're so busy putting into service out there right now. So we are about to go to a break. When we come back, let's talk more about this inside outside and turn the whole thing upside down and take a look at it together. If you'd like to join me, you can call 1-888-346-9141 and I'll be right back. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Hello, I'm Shamin Sadiq, the founder and CEO of Anjali Leadership. Anjali means heartfelt offering, and it's no accident that my company is named this way, as our work comes straight from the heart. I spent years working within organizations where well-intentioned leaders somehow managed to create more frustration and disappointment than anything else. You know what? I was one of those leaders, and I yearned for something better, but didn't know what it would look like or how to make it happen. Fortunately, I do know now. At Anjali Leadership, we specialize in helping you climb out of these limiting patterns of behavior so that you can pour your energy and passion into creating the vision results, and business performance you've been striving for since the beginning. If you want to learn more, visit anjaliadership.com. Ready to work with us? Go to anjaliadership.com and let's get started. 
Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Stories from the Heart of Leadership. If you have a question or comment, or just want to find out more about our program, please send Shamine an email. Her email address is shamine at anjaliLeadership.com. That's S-H-A-H-M-E-E-N at A-N-J-A-L-I Leadership.com. Now, back to Stories from the Heart of Leadership. Welcome back to Stories from the Heart of Leadership. Our topic today is Inside, Outside, Upside, Down. So over the break, um, somebody was kind enough to share with me where that quote or where that title came from. And sure enough, it was something that I read as a child. Inside, Outside, Upside, Down is one of the Berenstein Bears books by Stan and Jan Berenstein. I'm not sure if I'm saying their name right. Berenstein, Berenstein. But um, I do recall, I saw the cover of the book just now, and I realized, oh, yes, I had that book when I was little. So I'm going to have to go looking through those boxes in the basement and see if I can dig that book out. Maybe I had it for my kids. Maybe I've given it to my niece. I'm not quite sure. But uh, it's a, I, I remember it as a very enjoyable book, as many of those children's books are. So um, if you've got it, uh, go take a look. Maybe there are some powerful messages inside that book that uh, we can take away even in our adult lives. Um, most of the time, I find that to be the truth. Actually, I love going to G movies, G-rated movies, because the messages in those movies are, to me, universal. They always speak about something that is um, fundamental to the goodness and the kindness of the human spirit. And that's what my work really is based upon, is this notion that we're all part of one human family. And these stories, these children's stories and these these G-rated movies, they always somehow tie back to that goodness. And I know that the violence and the and the drama that's um, in many media uh, offerings like like news shows or reality TV or um, 
uh, movies is very enticing. But um, I invite you to go back to some of these gentler, kindler story themes and see what is there for you uh, as an antidote or a balancing to some of the other stuff that's out there that seems to be so appealing to all of us. So it's not about making anything bad or wrong. It's more about saying how much uh, can we balance it with what's good and hopeful so that we have a, um, some range. We don't have to be all about all the bad stuff that's going on. Okay, so that's the inside, really. That's the inside of my offer is it's all about coming into deeper connection with ourselves, with each other, um, examining the stories that we tell each other or that we tell ourselves about each other, about other people and about ourselves and how the world works. Those are the, the things that are on the inside of my program, of my work and my offer. I'm always working with people to help them to come into a different kind of relationship, um, maybe a more aware relationship with themselves and other people. And I find Somebody was asking me the other day, Shamin, you know, you've worked with so many corporations, so many leadership teams. What are some of the themes that, that these teams are struggling with? I'll tell you, every single time, it doesn't matter what industry, it doesn't matter what topic, it doesn't matter what department, uh, the IT folks and the engineers are struggling with this as much as the nurses and the uh, project teams and the teachers. It is about relationship. It comes back to relationship, either relationship with self or relationship with others. And others could be any number of others, colleagues, bosses, um, customers, clients, and so on and so forth, other constituents, other beneficiaries. It's all about relationship. And so that is what's on the inside. But when I talk about that, my work with leaders, let's say, let's just use leaders for as an example. And I tell them, well, if you work with me, then you're going to be in better relationship with each other. And that's mildly compelling to some uh, and not very compelling to others, especially the ones that are more scientific in nature who would just prefer to continue to develop their programs or, or, or develop their products and not really have to talk to anybody else. That's not going to be very compelling. And so what I've learned over the years, and I'm continuing to strengthen in this area, is how to talk about it in a way that makes more sense to them and has some answer to the question, what's in it for me? So often in the business world, I talk about effectiveness. I talk about performance. I talk about um, reducing wasted effort. I talk about achieving results that matter with grace and ease. Uh, I frame it up that way. Then people can kind of grab onto that a little bit more than if I just say your relationships with each other are going to be better. That is what ends up happening, by the way, is that we end up working on relationships, whichever one it is or ones it is, but the, uh, but the outcome is that things do get better. People are less uh, disengaged. People are more excited. Uh, they jump in more wholeheartedly. They seek each other out instead of feeling like they're all alone. And they are more effective in what they produce as a result. So I have had to work hard to find ways to say this and to meet people who are in particular fields or businesses with the right kind of language and framing that will help them connect to why this would be helpful to them. And now I'm in the process of doing that with this mentoring program. I'm thinking about 
what are the things I want to say to coaches or trainers or other human development professionals and teachers? What, what do I want to say to all of you that will help you understand how my program can help you? And one of the things that comes up for me is that many, at least in the executive coaching world, many of the people I meet, and I meet a lot of coaches, I know coaches all over the globe, and I come across you all the time, uh, because I do so much teaching of coaches, but also because um, I work with so many of you in my practice. And what I find is that there, there's a couple of things that we have in common. So maybe this is going to help me to come to the outside voice or the outside way of talking about this. Many of us are former corporate, um, what's the right word? Former folks who've worked in the corporate world, in, in the operational world, or internally in an organization in some kind of line or staff um, role. Many of us have, have experience in that environment. And many of the coaches that I that I work with or I meet tell me that they became a coach because they wanted something better. They saw that um, this this corporate life was somewhat um, harsh and heartless and could be very um, dehumanizing. And even though uh, great things can be achieved, the cost often was very high. The cost on the human side was very high. So what I've noticed is a lot of us entered this profession because we have a desire to make it that different, to be a catalyst or an instigator or um, or a guide for how to uh, be more heartfelt or take human beings more into consideration as we do our work. The challenge is we're wanting to convince, if you like, those corporate folks who tend to be more driven and rationally oriented and not so much about the people, more about the pros- the outputs and the numbers, we're trying to convince them to work with us that what we have can help. And I know when I first started my practice, I came up against quite a few brick walls when I went forward with that approach because people would say things to me like, it sounds like what you're offering is a really nice perk. Um, you know, uh, people could get coaching and they'd be more clear about who they are and, and, and what their purpose is. But that sounds like a perk. It sounds like something that should be offered through an EAP program or something. It doesn't sound like something that is going to help our business get better. And, um, and I struggled with that. And I think many of us do. And, and we use our corporate experience to get us in. And it's, and so, so many of you have some corporate clients and you're working with them, but you still find yourself struggling a bit with how to bring this um, more human, uh, this more humanity into the workplace. And so it's for us that this program will be helpful because I want to help you to do that. And one of the ways that I think you can be really useful, so this is sort of my outside voice coming in here, is to learn how to use stories to make your point. Um, not long, long drawn out stories about yourself, not epic tales of your heroic ventures, but short stories, um, very short. Uh, use an experience that you've had or that you've watched somebody else have to illustrate a point. So, so in this mentoring program, one of the things that I intend, and you've been asking me for this, is, is to 
help you to use your own stories to make powerful points, um, draw uh, powerful relationships that help your clients. Because I think often our clients are so much in their experience of whatever is going on that they can't step out of it and see that there may be a larger dynamic at play. And so I want to help you to be able to illustrate what's that larger dynamic. And sometimes the best way to do that is with a story. It takes them out of their own experience in that moment, gives them a story to relate to, and then you take that story back and and relate it to the situation at hand. Then they find their own learning and their own way forward. It's not saying, I did this when that happened to me, so you should do this too. It's saying, this is what I learned when I was in a similar dynamic or one of my other clients was in a similar dynamic. This is, this is what we, you know, this was the learning that came out of it. If that learning resonates with you, client that I'm speaking with right now, um, how would that be helpful to you to navigate this particular experience? So there, you've got one of the one of the teaching points in my in my mentoring program. I've just given it to you, and so that's what we're going to be work, working with. Is how do you work with your own life? How do you use your own life and your own experiences to powerfully invite your clients? to um, make connections in their own experience and in their own life and find new ways through, new ways of dealing with a situation that perhaps they have been in a pattern over and over and over again of the same old thing. So that's one of the things. That's one of the outs. I'm trying to say this in the outside way. You're going to learn how to use your stories more powerfully. Why is that important? Because if you can use your stories powerfully, people trust you. They trust you and they start to look at you as someone who can help them, someone who can be very valuable to them in their, in their journey, um, even though they might not term it that way. They realize that you can be trusted. They realize that you know what you're talking about. You establish credibility because you've got a story. Um, you're talking about a, something that another client was facing. And again, you have to learn how to do this in a way that is brief, succinct, um, powerful, and doesn't betray any confidence, obviously, or give away any confidential information. So it takes quite a bit of agility to be able to do this um, live and in the moment. And I've been told that I'm quite good at that. And I actually know that I am. I'm, I'm very good at finding stories and drawing upon them. Am I perfect at it? No way. Sometimes my stories are a little lengthy. And <laughs> any of my clients who um, have worked with me in this way would probably say, yeah, sometimes she goes on a little longer than, you know, but that's okay. I'm getting better at it. We're all works in progress. So that's one of the things. Now, I was saying, why is that important? It's important because then they'll view you as someone who knows what she or he is talking about. And when they trust you and they know that they can, um, that you can understand, even if you don't know their subject matter. I mean, I work with clients who are in businesses that I have no experience in whatsoever, but um, they trust that I am an, I'm an expert, if you like, in what I'm doing. And those stories help to establish that trust and credibility. So that's why you might want to do that. Uh, the other thing is the more trust and credibility you establish with your clients, the more work starts coming your way because they talk about you with other people and say, hey, she's awesome. She really knows what she's doing. She helped us so much move from this to this, whatever the this being the dysfunction to something much more functional. Um, so th those are reasons why you would want to learn that. So there's one example of that inside voice and the outside way of talking about it. Do you see the difference? Um, I hope so. <laughs> 
I do too as I'm thinking about it. And these are the kinds of things that I think we need to reflect on. As I'm sharing this with you, I'm thinking as well that in my mentoring program, we should talk about the inside and the outside of how we talk about our offer. So um, thanks for letting me work that out right here live and in the moment on the show, because I think that's going to be enormously helpful to me as I go forward. Which leads me to another noticing, and that is that for me, I'm an extrovert. That's why I can do an hour-long show and not have a guest and be just fine, because I work things out as I'm talking about them. And uh, that might be your style, that might not be your style, but if you don't have a place to to talk with another person and sort of put this stuff on the table, then it's very hard to take it and sort of turn it into anything. And that's another thing that this mentoring program is going to offer you, is a place to put your stuff on the table and take a look at it. And not only look at it with me, um, but look at it in the presence of many other professionals who are in the same, um, maybe in a similar situation as you, and vice versa. You will listen to their stuff, you will have a look at what they're putting on the table and maybe that will illuminate something new for you as well. So that's what you're going to get out of it as well is um, uh, a chance to get new perspectives on old situations, things that maybe were swirling around in your head and you never had a chance to really put them out there and have someone help you look at them through a new lens. And it's not just helping you look at it through a new lens that's Someone else in the group might look at that through a different lens, and that might be very, very helpful to you. So I think you can tell that I'm very excited because I've been babbling on about this for 20 minutes, and I'm just um, delighted that you're here listening and that you're interested in it. And I want you to help me co-create this. I want you to help me make this the best program that it can be for you. So again, if you haven't already... Go to anjaliedership.com and join my mailing list so that you will be in the know as this program evolves and um, gets offered. In the next week, it's going to be offered. So you need to do that right now. And secondly, send me an email, shamin at anjaliedership.com. That's S-H-A-H-M-E-E-N. And ask me to send you the survey and I will do so. Okay. Let's take another break. When we come back, more on Inside, Outside, Upside, Down on Stories from the Heart of Leadership. We'll be right back. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Hello, I'm Shamin Sadiq, the founder and CEO of Anjali Leadership. Anjali means heartfelt offering, and it's no accident that my company is named this way, as our work comes straight from the heart. I spent years working within organizations where well-intentioned leaders somehow managed to create more frustration and disappointment than anything else. You know what? I was one of those leaders, and I yearned for something better but didn't know what it would look like or how to make it happen. Fortunately, I do know now. At Anjali Leadership, we specialize in helping you climb out of these limiting patterns of behavior so that you can pour your energy and passion into creating the vision, results, and business performance you've been striving for since the beginning. 
If you want to learn more, visit anjaliedership.com. Ready to work with us? Go to anjaliedership.com and let's get started. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Whether it's personal growth, building a better business, or inspirational life stories, make it a daily habit to tune into our programs. From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Stories from the Heart of Leadership. If you have a question or comment, or just want to find out more about our program, please send Shamin an email. Her email address is shameen at anjaliedership.com. That's S-H-A-H-M-E-E-N at A-N-J-A-L-I leadership.com. Now, back to stories from the heart of leadership. Welcome back. This is Shameen, and we're in the final segment of our show for today. The topic today is Inside, Outside, Upside Down. So, whenever I create a topic or a description of a topic for the show, I find that it's like casting a spell and it kind of works its own magic with me. So what I was noticing over the break is um, what's happening with me on the inside, even as we're talking about this. I feel so grateful. Um, I'm almost in tears here as I sit here thinking about all of you how supportive you have been of the show and of everything that I've been up to. I mean, what I really want is for us to feel like we're part of this large global human family. And, and you make, you make it, you make that possible when, when you communicate with me, when you listen to the show, when you engage with me on some of the things that um, I'm bringing forward, it really creates that. So I'm just feeling immense gratitude, both for your presence um, as a listener in general over the couple of years that I've had the show, but also for those of you who have taken the time to answer the survey about my new mentoring program. Again, if you aren't on the list and haven't received an invitation to respond to that survey, please send me an email right now, shameen at anjaliedership.com. You can find a link to my website on the Voice America Empowerment Channel uh, show page for stories from the heart of leadership. If you just scroll down a bit, you'll see a link to Anjali Leadership. Go there, send me an email, sign up for the mailing list. I want your voice included in this program as I develop it. And so if you haven't done that yet or you didn't get an invitation to do it, make sure that you get one so that you can contribute 
And to those of you who have, I thank you so much for your thoughtfulness. And I've been reading your um, input, your responses, and I feel two things at the same time. Um, just um, like incredibly excited, like over the moon excited, and um, just just completely grateful uh, and very moved and touched by your willingness to contribute and to share with me what you what you want this program to include. So it's your interest and your support. I just, I can't thank you all enough. I, I feel so very blessed and so grateful. So thank you for that. <sighs> so that's what's happening here on the inside. And... Um, I wanted to read something, some, I, I, you know that I, I write poetry and I read a lot of poetry and sometimes when things are happening, a line or two of a poem will come to mind and this came to mind when the show was starting today and I have this stack of poems, any of you who have ever been in my training know that I have um, this huge stack of, of pieces of paper in no particular order, just all over the place. One day I'm going to index them, I promise, but... Uh, so far, it's it's working just fine the way it is, <laughs> and I I was able to find the piece that I've been thinking of. The words have been coming to me in little bits and pieces through the show, and it really comes back to um, why am I even talking about any of this with you? Why why am I even bothering? You know, it's a huge commitment to to be on the radio every week. Why would I even do that? And I think it's because I want this for you. I'm about to read something that I want for you. And I think it, I think today I want it for me too. Today I'm willing to allow myself to be called forth by these words. And these are the words of Marianne Williamson. I know many of you know these words, but it's helpful to listen to them again. Uh, try and listen to them with beginner ears and see if there's anything new in it for you today. So Marianne Williamson in her book, A Return to Love, says this. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. I want that for all of you. I want you to shine your brightest light and be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous, successful, happy, fulfilled. I want that so much for each of you. And I want that for myself too. I want to liberate myself from my own fear, as she says, so that that will help others liberate themselves. And that is what I believe is possible. And I sometimes get a bit um, afraid and I hold myself back because I don't want to be seen as, I don't know, arrogant perhaps or, or, or too full of myself. And then there's a, always a little cautious voice in me that says, don't be too, you know, cocky, you know, don't be too sure of yourself, you know, you're not that great. And, but that, and there's something nice, there's something humble about 
you know, not being arrogant, but there's also something um, where playing small, as she says, does not serve the world. And so I'm choosing today uh, to really enjoy the excitement of, star- of, of creating something new and, and making an offer out there to all of you and, and to what we might um, find as we delve into it together. So that's another outside voice here is I want to create this with you. I have worked alone for a long time. I have been a, a much, very much a lone ranger, even though I'm part of many communities and associated with other groups of consultants and, you know, where I have very warm and caring and close relationships. I deliver my work largely on my own. I uh, do a lot. Uh, I do all the delivery of my work on my own. I do all my coaching and training alone. And I do most of my uh, uh, group stuff I do alone. And sometimes I work with one other person. But um, this is something that is for us. This mentoring program, this is for the sake of all of us to do what Marianne Williams says. Let our own light shine and give other people permission to do the same. When you can be at your... Um, and I was going to say most effective, but it's not about being the best. It's just being being as effective as you can be in any given moment when you can free yourself from the limitations that your inner story, like my inner story about be careful, don't be too big. If you have a story like that going on, and we all do, uh, might not be exactly the same one, but it's about you know letting those, refusing to let those stories limit us. If we can do that, then we can be powerful. We can be catalysts. We can um, be the ones who guide others to do the same. And the more that you do that with yourself, the more that it's going to be possible to do that with other human beings. And then who knows what will happen to those human beings? What will they do once they're liberated from their fears and those limiting stories that they tell? So this is meant to have a cumulative effect. This is not um, just about me anymore. This is about, and it's never really been about me, but I mean, I've always delivered alone. So now it's about, you know, let's do this together. Let's create something fantastic that helps all of us to be our best. And I want you to know that I learn as much through the process of working with you as, as I have to teach. So there, it's a definitely a two-way street. So I'm just feeling sort of, um, oh, I don't know, overwhelmed with emotion and joy and and excitement about what's ahead, what we can create together, and where we're headed with all of this. And I don't know if I'm talking um, from an inside voice or an outside voice. That's part of the challenge for me is everything feels uh, often like it's all intertwined. I, I find it hard to separate things. So I think there are threads that connect my inside story or my inside version to my outside version. And sometimes I'm not sure where the inside and the outside, um, where the boundary between the two is. Um, I want to draw a little picture for you in your mind's eye, if this helps, as we get close to the end of our time together for this week. I want you to imagine a cone. 
and um, a cone that maybe it's like a badminton birdie. It has sort of a, a, a weighted part at the at the apex. And um, so if it was if you threw it up in the air like a birdie, it would it would fall down with the the bottom part down and the cone part sort of up. And if you imagine that kind of a cone, in in the base of that cone are all the inside things. It could be the inside way of talking about your offer. It could be the stories that you tell yourself about yourself, other people, and the way things work. It could be a number of inside things there. And I want you to imagine that there are threads. There are threads that come out of that inside um, clump, if you like, and they extend upwards in the cone. And there are an infinite number of threads that um, that extend that way. So, uh, you, and I, I maybe we have to draw this. Maybe I have to get a graphic designer to draw it and share it with all of you. I'm going to do that for sure. But just give it your best to just imagine that right now. There are these threads, and each of those threads, as they rise up into the kind of wider part of the cone might be a different part of your life. It might be you at work. It might be the way you are with your boss. It might be the challenges you face with your spouse. It might be your financial situation. It might be any number of things, the relationship you have with your kids. It might be how good you are at your balancing your bank book. I don't know. But each of those threads represents something in your in the, the the kind of scope of your whole life and if you follow that thread back down it's going to come back down into that center part that contains um, what's on the inside so that's my little picture for this inside outside view and I think what I've been working with today is talking about things along those threads some of it's very much about what's on the inside and it would resonate and make sense with with many of you who are in the same field as I am um, because I know that you know we tend to think about things in that way many of us but there are outside ways to think about it too and that's where you start talking more about the benefits how would things be different on that outside of that thread they at the end of that thread up near the top of that cone um, if we can frame our inside offer in a way that speaks to that outside part of the thread, then I think we can make more connection to other people and help them to see why they should work with us or or pursue something or or in any way take up the invitation that we're offering them. <sighs> it's so wonderful to be with you to have this chance to just explore together. I thank you for being willing to listen and for your messages and your input to the program, your interest in um, the deeper conversation about life and leadership and what it is to be human that I continue to to issue uh, that invitation to have that deeper conversation. I thank you for taking it up and for being willing to, to delve in there. Even if you never speak to me about it, um, speak with yourself about it. Speak with your beloved ones about it. This notion of being part of a great human family where we're all actually siblings of each other, take that away and and talk with your loved ones about that and share it in communities that you're part of. See where it leads you. I am honored as always to be with you and to um, share stories from the heart of leadership with you. I thank you so much for joining me today and I'm looking forward to getting your emails and I'm looking forward to including you in my survey so that we can create this program together. And if um, none of that is of interest, 
I will speak to you then next week. At the very least, I will look forward to being with you then. Until then, take good care. Thank you so much for joining us today for Stories from the Heart of Leadership. Shamin Sadiq will be back next Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We hope you'll come back as well. Have a wonderful week. And remember, we are all members of this great human family. You are not alone. We'll be right back.